Missouri Valley Conference. There's the championship for Andersonville. The Indiana State Sycamores are tournament champions. Loyola Chicago, the tournament champion. And Missouri State is Missouri Valley Conference tournament champion. And you and I has won the Missouri Valley Conference tournament championship. The Southern Illinois Salukis are Missouri Valley Conference tournament champion. Balfo has won the game. A miracle. This is Inside the Valley, the official podcast of the Missouri Valley Conference. Celebrating 25 years of women's athletics. The new Indiana State Volleyball head coach is no stranger to the Missouri Valley Conference. Lindsay Allman is in her first year leading the Sycamores Women's Volleyball Program in Terre Haute. And we'd like to welcome Lindsay to the Inside the Valley podcast here on NBCSports.com. Lindsay, welcome uh, back to the Valley. Hey, thank you. I'm excited to be here. Well, thanks for, take, thanks for taking so much time uh, to talk with me to get ready for the season. Oh, you guys are uh, right in the thick of things with the preseason, everything uh, getting ready to go and the season starting next week. But uh, I'm curious just to sort of uh, introduce you to our audience. And like I said, you're no stranger to the league previously as an assistant <laughs> at Valley. I, I guess my first thought, my first question for you is what's the feeling like getting an opportunity to be a head coach at the division one level? You know, it's, it's something you, you always aspire to and you always, dream about and you, you never know when exactly that moment's going to come um, the great part of it is that this opportunity came at an institution that I've always had an affinity for in an institution that I believe in um, that has some great people surrounding it so um, again you never know where this job is going to take you and you have to continue to kind of move with it as you work through uh, your career uh, as a coach but I tell you what, the second I stepped on campus for my interview here at Indiana State, it felt more like home than anywhere else I've been in the past. Um, and it's it, it felt right. And I, again, could not be more honored and excited to be here at ISU. Great, great. You mentioned sometimes you've got to sort of roll with the punches and, and go where your career takes you. You've done just that. You've had a couple stops uh, as an assistant <laughs> coach along the way. I guess if for the folks that may not know your background, um, tell us about uh, just what led you up to Indiana State, where you've been before and what you've learned along the way. Yeah, it's I think every time you take a job, you, you kind of look at how where is it going to take you next? Right. And how are you going to be able to grow um, as a person, as a coach, as a leader, uh, especially for the female coaches that are out there? And I went. I went to Southern Miss uh, right away and was a graduate assistant after playing in college. And luckily for me, I was able to have a large role on the court. Sometimes GAs tend to do more of the administrative, data valley, uh, behind the scenes, uh, director of ops type role. Um, I was lucky to have a great uh, relationship with my boss, Ricky Ludes and Abby Sutherland, and was able to work on the court and train and handle our ball control and handle our serve receive and also work with our offense. So um, they really allowed for, uh, they empowered the growth within their staff, right. And within a coach. And that to me was huge. And I, and I knew I always wanted to work for someone who appreciated that. Um, you know, from there, then I went to, went to Bradley and Bradley was the first real full-time gig uh, and, and had a great experience. Uh, coach Maurer is a very, very professional coach. Uh, so learned a lot from her. And, you know, I knew I wanted to take it to the next level. And 
a power five program came calling and pursued it and that was the best move that i've made so far in my career just from a how much i've learned and so much transition that that program was going through the state of that program where it was when i got there to where it was when i left um you know was a little bit of a roller coaster but i would not be here today if i did not go through what we went through uh at wake forest and i feel very fortunate for it as of course it was not easy at times uh but the job never is easy right there's every day you walk in here there's you have to battle two or three things that weren't you weren't expecting, um, you know, and it's about managing that. And I got to see a lot of that firsthand when I was at Wake. And uh, again, just honored to be here at ICU. And lucky I had, uh, you know, as tough as it was, lucky that I had the opportunity that I did at Wake. So great, great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now the transition from being an assistant now, the head coach. Uh, I'm sure you've taken on the role of, you know, figuring out what the strategy is going to be, what the philosophy is going to be, especially for the, for a team. Uh, you're looking sort of to push forward here. Uh, what are some of those goals and what's the strategy and philosophy for the Sycamores uh, here in your first season as taking over as head coach? Yeah, the biggest thing for us, uh, first and foremost, it's going to be culture, hands down. Um, I got one year to get the culture right within this program, and I know that. And I know culture comes and goes with coaches. And so that has been a huge emphasis on what it's like to be a good teammate to what it's like to be a full team, right? Um, that for us and, and the belief, and then our belief turns into our actions and basically our positive results from our actions re you know recultivate those beliefs so we're spending a lot of time on getting to know each other and knowing what pushes each other's buttons and changing our fixed mindsets to our growth mindsets um things along those lines um the other big emphasis too is just vocalizing and talking about the game as well and uh i know we're probably talking about a lot of stuff off the court we are working on the court just as much as we are off but it's where we're at right now, we have to just, these girls need to be educated. They need to learn. They need to know how to watch film. They need to learn a scouting report um, and even be able to vocalize it and have a conversation and ask questions. And these girls have not been in that sort of environment. And, and that's just our big focus is switching that, switching it to where training now becomes a conversation. And, you know, we put our girls in some opportunities to actually teach the game to younger uh athletes here in the area because you could tell they're not comfortable having to vocalize they know it they know what we're asking they know the philosophies they know our strategies but they actually have to be able to say them out loud versus just physically do them and um as we know you write it down you say it out loud that stuff starts to uh it starts to sink in a little bit more than just physically going through the motions so yeah um, let's talk about this team in general. Um, I guess, um, you guys are in the thick of practices and preseason now. Uh, I'm curious who might be a role player for you guys in 2017 and, uh, how's the practices and preseason been going for you? Yeah. You know, I, I want to say first of all, I think, I think the conference is going to see, and you know, our preseason, we're, we're going to see a lot more out of all of the kids that we've had in the gym. Um, I know we're going to be better just because our culture is going to be right. And these kids are going to be fighting for the right reasons. And so I'm honestly excited to see what everybody does. Um, Of course, we probably have, we're going to have a few that are going to stand out. um, And a lot of them are going to be the newbies as well. Uh, Laura Gross coming in here with a ton of experience, bringing in that winning culture. She came from Parkland. 
where obviously we know that program is extremely successful and she's come in and just taken on uh, a very significant role performance-wise uh, within the team. Our two freshmen, uh, Lindsay and Nikki, are looking fantastic right now as well. Uh, our, our libero, uh, Stephanie, is also, you know, she's going to be an impact player for us um, as well. So we, we actually we have a lot of talent um, and a lot of things, a lot of players that we can kind of move around a little bit. But um, I'm excited to see just all of these girls step into a higher level of play and uh, they're they're already doing it. You know, the Valley pretty well, as we talked about already. And uh, I'm just curious to get your thoughts. The league is still maintain that that recent uh, string of success, uh, multiple bids uh, coming. Uh, with Missouri State, Northern Iowa, Wichita State, who's now left the league. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but having the success in the postseason has been key. Um, uh, Melissa Stokes, head coach of Missouri State, talks, preaches that over and over and over. Uh, I remember sitting in the coaches' meeting. That's one of the things that they lock in on is trying to get multiple teams to the, to the NCAA tournament and postseason opportunities. Um, for you as a coach now in this league, um, what, is that, what does that mean for you to have that opportunity to coach in such a competitive conference? Yeah, um, you, it's, I mean, it's an honor. I understand. And it was part of the reason why I wanted to come back to the conference because I knew how strong of it, it a conference it is volleyball wise. Um, hands down, Indiana State is going to do, they're going to do their job, right? They're, they're absolutely going to take on um, a mainstay active role within this conference um, across the board. And, you know, we're going to schedule tough. We're going to put our kids in situations to be successful. And we are going to continue to push for that multi-bid league and getting more and more teams in the conference. And part of that we understand as a program, as a coaching staff, as players, that we have to do our part as well. And that's go out there and play play the best of the best and, you know, hopefully pick up a win or two along the way as, as we compete against the, you know, the top teams in the country. Should be another fun year in the league. The preseason poll just came out uh, today, Wednesday, August 16th, Missouri state, Northern Iowa, Illinois state picked in the top three. Uh, but of course, like you said, you're going to try and change the culture there in the state. And uh, we'll be following all, all year long. Uh, now many of the matches, if not all of them, uh, we're getting to the point where we're on the Valor and ESPN3, our league's digital network. So uh, we follow along with a lot of volleyball as we head into the uh, conference tournament, which this year is at Illinois State University, uh, the weekend uh, Thanksgiving. So, Lindsay, mm-hmm. we're, we're glad to have you back in and uh, looking forward to having <laughs> some fun in the Valley volleyball season again this year. Yeah, thank you. We're, we're really looking forward to it, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing everybody in Bloomington as well So at the end of the season. So, yeah, it should be a good one. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for your time, and uh, we'll, we'll uh, definitely have to catch up again soon. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. I appreciate it. The administrators, educators, coaches, and fans of the Missouri Valley Conference expect nothing but the best from their teams. And the Valley student-athletes take pride in exceeding that expectation. On the field, on the court, on the track, and in the classroom. Celebrating academic and athletic excellence for more than 100 years. This is the Missouri Valley Conference.
as we continue to preview the upcoming season of Missouri Valley Conference Volleyball here on the Inside the Valley podcast. We are continuing on with another face that actually uh, is no stranger also to the Valley as she uh, spent her playing days at Missouri State University in Springfield. Leah Johnson is now the first-year head coach at Illinois State University, coming to us as the previous head coach at SIUE. Uh, Leah, welcome to the Inside the Valley podcast. Welcome back to the Valley. Well, thank you, Derek. It's great to be a part of this wonderful league and obviously part of this exceptional institution at Illinois State. I appreciate you having me on. No, I appreciate you taking the time. I know you guys are in the thick of preseason and practices and things like that. Uh, but just as our preseason uh, poll and, and preseason all-conference team was made public on today on August 16th, um, Illinois State picked third. But before we jump into that, I want to be sure to let, uh, fill folks in on your background um, mm-hmm. And mentioned, like I said, you, you're no stranger to the league from your playing days at Missouri State. But um, tell us about um, what you did after your playing days at Missouri State, as you've had some, you've already had some head coaching experience before landing there with the Redbirds. Yeah, so I, uh, you know, I coached actually at Missouri State as well as an assistant for a couple of years too. You know, played there, coached there, and but most recently I've been uh, at SIU Edwardsville um, in Edwardsville, just outside St. Louis, so right across the river from the Valley offices. And uh, it's been six years uh, working that program from the Division II transition into uh, a top-tier team in the Ohio Valley Conference this last season. And so I'm very proud of that work and of the athletes that put in the work and the buy-in and, and the effort to get that program to the place that it is. And, you know, obviously I I'm, I'm, will continue to support them in a, um, whatever supportive role I can to see them continue to, to succeed. It's got to be an interesting situation coming going into that program as they're making the transition from Division One to Division Two. But what are some mm-hmm. things that you you learned uh, as a head coach being in that situation? That you have to stay bought into your process. Uh, that's a great question because as coaches, we are wired to solve problems. You know, everything we do, every time we watch a match, we watch scout film. We're we're in a solutions based role. We're always looking for, uh, you know, a, a flag, and then we try to fix it. Or, you know, you step this way, you go this way, or you, we want to exploit this, you know, attacker or this blocker. And, you know, that's how it is. And so to some degree, you can get caught up in wanting to change things all the time. And when you're transitioning, you're going to take some lumps. And you have to be very patient, and you have to, you have to invest for, you know, three, four years down the road that you can't even really see. And that, that was the biggest challenge for me as a first-time head coach because I wanted results now. And I had only been places that had succeeded. You know, obviously Missouri State winning a championship as a player, and again, you know, we had won one as a staff. And so going to SIUE and kind of buying my time was very, very challenging. So in that time period, I, I was able to sit back and say, I need to be patient. I need to trust what I'm doing. I've had great mentorship, um, and I have good athletes. And I kind of rode that process in a way, and finally we settled in and got the got the athletes in the buy-in. And so, like I said, by this last season, um, things are rolling, and I think they should be set up for some success to come. You you speak about buy-in, and that's something mm-hmm. that Illinois State has had there in the past. It's not that long ago that this was a team that was regular season and tournament champs in the Valley, uh, putting together a really great run. Um, mm-hmm. but undefeated. I'm, yes, absolutely. And yeah. I, I'm curious from your standpoint coming in there now with your first year uh, in normal, what's your strategy there and your philosophy for this upcoming year and, and maybe some of the goals that you set for this team? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think my, my first job is to recognize what they're already good at and get out of the way. 
Okay. That's my first job because there's certain things they do really well. Yes. And, you know, you want to come in and you want to implement your system and your style and your mindset. But why does everything need to change? You know, you kind of play a consultant's role where you're like, here's what you're doing well. Here are your bright spots. Let's clone that as much as we can. Um, and then here are some things where I think I can add some value. And so that's what I'm focused on right now. And and a lot of that is training style. Um, you know, our, our practice gym is very fast-paced, and it's very competitive. Uh, you never know uh, who's got the nod any given day. And so you're playing with everyone. You're playing against everyone. Um, there's just a high level of competition every single day. And so that's been where I've tried to inject my my kind of fiery passion, if you will, um, for the game and for competition. And, and I didn't have to do much because they are a hardworking group. And so I think that foundation had been laid, you know, by Melissa and the staff that was here before me um, in a lot of ways. You know, I just get to make a few tweaks. So that's kind of been my, my mentality. Obviously, we want to have some trademarks. We want to stand for something that we're known for. And so I do think Illinois State's been known for long rallies and and long pursuits and going for every ball and just kind of gritty. And so that's exciting. Um, and our middles will certainly be effective again, I would anticipate with Jalen Keene preseason all conference. Um, but we're, we're deeper in every position than I think they've been in the past couple of years. And I think that's going to pay off too. You led right into my next question. I was going to ask you, uh, as our preseason all-conference team was announced today, Jalen Keene and, and Courtney Pence, both named to the preseason uh, teams, those are two solid players that have played very, very well. Jalen's been outstanding uh, her time in the mm-hmm. league. But I'm curious to know how your practices have been going, your preseason, um, and who yeah. else might, might play a major role for the Redbirds in 2017? Yeah, you know, we have six new faces. So we have a, a roster of 16, and, and six of them are new, and that's a big deal. You know, a couple transfers and then a few freshmen, so it's a good mix of both. And I think there there could be some breakthroughs in the lineup with that with them in particular. Um, Pence and, and Keene are staples. I think they're kind of the cog in our defense and in our offense that make us pick. But it's the pieces around that are going to dictate our overall success. Um, we have a lot of strength in our younger classes uh, from, you know, Varga, rising uh, junior, returning starter, Lexi Varga, and um, uh, Monica Miller is a sophomore who I don't think has seen as much time but is really showing to be um, a highlight in the gym. Ella Francis, uh, another sophomore who was a spark for the team, I believe, last year. So th- there's just several pieces that are starting to, to kind of turn a corner. And that's my job's going to be very hard because <laughs> they're getting after it. They yeah. all bring incredible skill sets. We've got some big arms. Um, I think our ball control is, is better every single day. Um, and we're physical. You know, I'd like to see one of the bigger improvements I'd like to see is our blocking game at the net because we know with Pence and what history has told us, they're a very good defensive team behind the, you know, from the backcourt. Um, but practices are, are pretty high level. I, I'm enjoying it. I go in and leave every day, and I'm like, that's fun. <laughs> this is fun volleyball. So. And that's what we're we're used to in the Valley, especially when it comes to volleyball, is that high, high level, high intensity. It's It's been shown that way at the conference tournament each year. Um, we've mm-hmm. seen multiple teams get bids to the NCAA tournament in recent memory. Uh, I'm curious now for your thought coming back into the Valley now as a coach. Um, you know us pretty well. Um, you you know uh, Melissa Missouri State. The Bears were picked with nine. It was almost unanimous, but one preseason vote did go to Northern Iowa. Missouri State, mm-hmm, UNI, mm-hmm. top one, two, followed by Illinois State. 
Um, right. Things you're looking forward to playing in this league and, and your just reaction and thoughts to just the success that the Valley has been able to, to sustain over the last few years and playing in this competitive yeah. conference. You know, what I think is pretty special and this year being unique, you know, obviously being a new head coach in the conference, uh, I'm part of that uniqueness. But what has traditionally been um, in the Valley is that coaches stay. Mm-hmm. because yeah. the league is so good. They're not looking to bounce to go to a, the next best thing because you're looking at it day in and day out. You know, um, you've, you've seen Bobby Pearson, who's just a phenomenal coach and an exceptional staff, and they do things the right way and they treat people right, and there's longevity there, and that, that continuity can create success. Melissa Stokes, same thing. And you saw that in the other programs that have helped elevate the Valley to this premier level. And now with this turnover of new coaches in recent years, that's, that's a pretty new phenomenon for yeah. the Missouri Valley. So this is kind of a first for us. And, but I like that because I think uh, there's the potential, though, to see that longevity in those new coaches. Uh, at least that would be my hope. Because I think Illinois State's the kind of program um, that – is long lasting and they're well supported and I and I believe they want the Missouri Valley to be great and so I, I buy into that I think this is a pretty exceptional place and an exceptional conference and it's a major conference you know what I see in my gym every single day um, looks very similar to what the Power Five is seeing in their gym and that's exciting. I'm always curious when we have coaches return to the league uh, uh, that were former student athletes or previously student athletes in the conference the first thing that pops in their head from their playing days, some, a memory or a moment, is there something that pops in your head from your, your playing days, the one thing that stands out uh, as you were a student athlete at Missouri State? Well, during preseason, it's the smell. <laughs> <laughs> it's the smell and it's the sweat. Um, I can just remember being dog-tired, walking off the court into the locker room, and then just the stench of the knee pads because they never dry from practice to practice because of the humidity. Yeah. I, and that is so kind of disgusting, but it is the truth. That's that's what we're doing that no one sees on game day. Sure. You know, you, you just you put it all out there. And, um, and I, I think, too, the excitement. You know, we're talking – we have an amazing preseason schedule. Um, in the first weekend, we're playing – uh, number 15, Florida State. We're playing Baylor, who's getting top 25 votes. Um, we're playing four top 30 teams. That's impressive. And But what we're talking about is winning the Missouri Valley. That's what the athletes are talking about. And I remember that as an athlete, too. We knew we'd have a tough preseason. That wasn't what we thought was hard. We thought winning the Valley was hard because it's so competitive. And so that I remember that distinctly, and it's pretty cool to be here and hear that, too, because that – that is a very distinct memory for me. One thing that also now is making going to make this an interesting uh, year is that Melissa Stokes is still there. That was your coach. Are you looking forward <laughs> no. to, to creating a rivalry now with Missouri State and, and Coach Stokes? Have you talked to her since you uh, – I'm sure you have talked to her since you've uh, taken the job at Illinois State. And has she oh, provided yeah. words of encouragement for you? Oh, she's been fantastic. I mean, truly has been uh, one of the biggest – supporters and fans of mine through this process and I couldn't thank her enough for that it's been pretty amazing um, we, we try to talk weekly sometimes multiple times in a day you never know yeah. you know our schedules are so busy but she has reached out numerous times and just made sure that I'm comfortable and, and that things are, are rolling for me and vice versa and you know prior to coming here that was a pretty consistent theme too we would support each other and offer advice and offer insight and you know, challenge each other to make each other better. And, you know, I don't expect that trend to stop. 
I, I I do find it rather ironic that we open up our conference schedule at home here at Illinois State. Again, I had nothing Missouri to do with State. that. I'm wondering who I'm pointing my finger at, but um, it, that's exciting too. You know, that's what being in the Valley is all about. You've got your rivals. There's this special emotion to it. Um, it makes it all worth it. And so I, I'm very excited to welcome my alma mater, Missouri State, here. And I will be excited to go back for the first time and compete on the other side of the net. That'll be a new experience for me. Yeah. The Redbirds will open up their schedule uh, by traveling to Waco, Texas. You, you mentioned how you guys' the schedules uh, it's pretty solid. You have a, a matchup with Florida State, rank, Florida State, excuse me, ranked in the uh, top fifteen, I think, to start out the mm-hmm. season here. So uh, then you guys will come to St. Louis and, and take on a, a play in Slew's uh, tournament here. So I'll have to get over there and see you guys in person. Yeah, so please do. Should be a should be a fun season. And as as most folks know, our value on ESPN three uh, uh, broadcast continue. Uh, most, if not many, many of our contests for volleyball are broadcast live on ESPN3. So uh, be sure, fans, check in on volleyball. It's going to be another great year. We're looking forward to it. And, Leah, we're excited to have you in the Valley and wish you and the Redbirds good luck this year. Thank you so much, and thanks to all the listeners. And go you Redbirds. Looking for the latest on the Missouri Valley Conference? Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MVC Sports and Facebook.com slash Missouri Valley Conference. And of course, MVC-Sports.com is the official website of the Valley. As we continue to, to preview the 2017 Missouri Valley Conference volleyball season, I'm pleased to be joined by the new head coach for the Southern Illinois Salukis, Coach uh, Carrie Thompson has taken over for the Slukies and uh, is in Carbondale for her first season at the helm with the Sluki volleyball team. Coach, thanks for taking time out of your schedule and, and being on the podcast with me. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be in the Valley. Well, I know the, the preseason has been off and running for you guys, and I've seen photos online of uh, practices underway there at Davies Gym. Uh, I'm just curious, want to get your thoughts on uh, how the team's looking thus far and, and how you're sort of getting acclimated to learning more about the personalities of the, of the squad. Yeah, no, uh, everything's been, everything's been good. It's been a lot of, a lot of teaching, a lot of learning, um, definitely implementing some new systems. So uh, we've done a lot in just one week. Um, feels like we've been in, in practices a lot longer than just a week, but excited. I think if you looked at any of the posts from the first three days, I, I don't know if our photo editor or what was uh, making some really good edits. <laughs> everyone was smiling, like ridiculous from ear to ear. So I got a couple texts from that being like, what are you guys even working on? <laughs> Definitely were. Um, but um, I think we're all excited. I mean, it's a new staff. You know, we have six returning seniors, but we also have eight new players. And so that, you know, and companies with the new staff and, and some new systems, there's some excitement with that. I think that that's good. And the, our student-athletes have been great. Um, they are, you know, I got to learn and, and meet them and know them over the summer, but now we're getting to know each other on the volleyball court, you know, and some of the players are like, well, that's, you know, I'm like, it's all different until practice starts. Then sure. you get into the real into the real grind of things. But I, I'm really happy with where they're progressing and how we're going about things. And so we're just going to, you know, keep pushing day to day. We still got another a little over a week before we get started with opening play. So I'm excited to see what we're going to continue to improve on. Well, you already have experience as a head coach, unlike some of our other coaches who have just joined the league. We've got uh, new first-time head coaches and some coaches new to the league. But you've had some success already as a head coach previously at North Dakota State. Um, For folks that may not know your background, can you fill us in on just your experiences and some of the things you may have learned along the way uh, as you've had success already previously as a head coach with North Dakota State? 
Yeah, so I uh, been I was up at North Dakota State for I think eleven seasons technically. Uh, started there as an assistant and then took over in two thousand and ten as interim head coach. And you know, I think in this profession, and it's something we ask our student athletes that we're always constant learners. And I think as a coach, you need to do the same thing and learn and adapt and evolve. And I have learned a ton. I mean, since my my first first uh, year as as head coach and and going from there. And you know, like I said, I. Someone asked me the same thing of like, what's the one, you know, one thing, biggest thing that I've learned? And I think, oh my gosh, that I feel like every week I'm learning something new. And I think if I close my, you know, close my mind to that, I think then that's when I'm going to stop getting better. And so um, I, you know, I think, you know, what you learn is, is how important the student athletes are. I think that's, you know, one of the biggest things of, you know, and I talk about it in the recruiting process, but I I enjoy being in the gym and being with our student athletes as head coach. Sometimes you're pulled in a million different directions, but prioritizing that time with your student athletes and really getting the benefit of knowing them as people and to help them accomplish their goals, I think is, is one of the best things. And so I think for me, it's remembering to value that every day and not take that for granted and, and keep going forward. And that way I stay, I stay engaged and positive and the athletes feed off of that. All right, I'm curious now. I like to dig into a little volleyball because I, I'm always curious to know how our coaches uh, think about the game and, and things that run through their mind. Uh, but our preseason poll was released earlier this week. Uh, Saluki's picked right in the thick of things. Missouri State, Northern Iowa, Illinois State up, to, up at the top, Loyola followed by SIU, uh, Drake, Valpo, Bradley, Indiana State, and Evansville in order of our poll. Um, you're new to the league. I'm curious your thoughts of the Valley, the quality of volleyball that's here. We've had multiple teams reach NCAA in the last few years, and, and the things have sort of uh, – it's, it's been intense. Definitely at the conference tournament, we, we see teams playing some of their best volleyball in that, no, that late November time of the year. Uh, but from your experiences from the outside, uh, had you seen any of Valley teams previously? And now what are you thinking being a part of the league and looking forward to playing a, a league slate in the Missouri Valley Conference? Yeah, no, I mean, I think that was something about the position that was enticing was being in the Missouri Valley. Um, the Missouri Valley across the nation is known as a as a great volleyball conference. Um, the coaches have done a fantastic job um, prioritizing that. And so as the schools, the administration of the conference have positioned themselves well at that. And so, you know, at North Dakota State, we always wanted to get um, schedule some Missouri Valley teams on our on our on our schedule because that was going to only strengthen our schedule. So I was very familiar up there, you know, very familiar with Northern Iowa. For us, that seven-hour bus trip is a close bus trip to Fargo. <laughs> um, so, you know, very familiar with Bobby. Um, I've been on a couple committees with Melissa from Missouri State, so familiar with, you know, the quality of both of those per programs. Um, I've played Wichita State in the past, so not not going to say I'm not sorry to not have to play them in conference. <laughs> sure. um, they're good. They're a good program. Um and then we've also played Illinois State and Bradley, um, and then um, we've played Belpo in the past. So I'm, you know, I'm pretty familiar with a lot of the schools. Um, so really excited. I think, you know, like I said, it's it's competitive. Um, you know, and I think when you look at the teams that are picked, um, you know, picked one through four, they have a ton of a ton of returners and quality players. And I think when you look at and that's something that we're going to try to overcome is, you know, they have experienced players who have won before, who have done it and have done it the best. And that's something that, you know, our, our team is trying to, you know, trying to overcome and, and do something for the first time. And so, you know, we'll rely on our seniors, but we're going to have to have a pretty quick, quick learning curve to make up that gap. Cause I think that's what you rely on. And that's something that through the course of a double round Robin and a conference tournament, you know, once you've done it once before, it makes it a little bit easier. 
The preseason uh, all-conference team also was a part of that release, and Andrea Estrada, uh, your senior there, was part of that preseason all-conference team. Uh, I'm curious sort of dig into your team. Uh, what have you learned about them, and, and who might be some role players that we should sort of uh, keep an eye on as, as the season progresses? Yeah, I mean Andrea will definitely be a a big a big part of our of our program. Um, you know she's you know she's been here for a long time. She's coming off of a, you know a little bit of a shoulder injury, so getting that back to full speed will definitely be important for us. But um, but she's working hard. She's really she's probably the strongest she's ever been in, in some of her squats and things over the summer. She's you know she's pushed joke she's pushed her old body to further than she thought she could. So um, I'm excited for that and. Her intensity and her leadership on the court will be very um, valuable for us. Um, Abby Burrow is another one. She's a, a you know a senior for us on the outside as well. Um, our biggest you know our two biggest spots that don't have all the experience are in a libero and setter. And so I think that's something that we'll look to you know to who's going to fill that role. And we have some good competition for it. So excited to see what those players do and and you know again continuing to get their experience up through the through the non-con. The uh, schedule for the Slukies, uh pretty unique. You've got some great regional matchups. I see Western Kentucky, uh, Arkansas State, Murray State on your schedule. But one thing that I noticed, uh, you've got an interesting matchup in the Notre Dame Invitational, Central Michigan, uh, Notre Dame, and Michigan State on the schedule. Uh, how important is the non-conference part of the schedule for you uh, in terms of preparing your team and, and getting through the grind of conference play? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, inherited most of the stat schedule. So um, so some of those uh, midweek ones um, with the Murray State and, um, you know, the, those will be good matches for us regionally. And, yeah, and some really tough ones. I mean, Western Kentucky is a good team, um, Notre Dame and, and Michigan State and Central Michigan. So that we have a – we'll definitely be challenged. But, again, the, val- um, the value the Missouri Valley puts on that non-conference and understanding that they have to play tough teams to get that national recognition and help our our teams in the postseason is huge, and that's something that all the coaches have taken on. And so I think it's important for that, but it's also important to set the tone for, you know, going into conference play. You want to have confidence. You want to be pushed and tested, and, and you want to be able to, you know, be playing your best volleyball and, like you said, continue playing your best volleyball and peaking, you know, um, for postseason play. When you look back towards the end of this first year, and I know it's going to be a ways away before we get to the end of this first year, as we're talking here on August I'm just on worried August about 17th. tomorrow. Sure, absolutely. But I'm curious to know uh, the one thing that you hope to sort of uh, take away from this year that that uh, the ladies were able to sort of say, you know what, we achieved that. What What's that one goal that you want them to say, we, we were able to do this in year one of you being there? Yeah, I think, you know, we've already talked about that. You know, it's it's going to be about them being satisfied with the effort that they put in, um, you know, not having any regrets, not having any, oh, I wish I would have done this more. I wish I would have done that, you know, and so of, of leaving it all out there. And I think that's something that the, the we're, we're growing and we're learning doing that. But, you know, I think that that's a that's a big thing. And so I want them to be able to look back and say, hey, you know what? We played our best. We left it out there, and we can see what happens and what we're capable of. Because I think that's the big thing. We don't we don't know exactly know. You know, we had some players leave and transfer, so we have those spots to fill. And and I think we're gonna we're gonna shoot to contend, and we want to we want to be up there and compete. And so you know, leaving it all out there and finding out where exactly where we stand, I think, is gonna be the biggest thing. And being satisfied with our effort. Salukis, get things going next weekend, August 25th and 26th, uh, Western Kentucky, Northern Arizona, and Miami 
of Ohio at the Miami of Ohio Tournament. Coach, good luck uh, kicking off the season, and uh, good luck this year. You're first in the Valley, and uh, we'll look forward to catching up with you soon. Thank you. This is Inside the Valley, the official podcast of the Missouri Valley Conference, celebrating 25 years of women's athletics.